Welcome back to another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Brother Jay, we back in this, back in this thing one more again, bro. Sir, we are back. What's been good, brother? What's been going on? And um, just trying to stay out of the way, man. I've had a, I had an interesting summer, brother Jay. Gave me a lot of time to think and reflect, and you know, try to figure out my life. You know. Fair. You know, I, I don't want to be uh, 45 or 50 with some of the same kind of thoughts or perspectives that I have now, just trying to figure things out. Because, you know, Father Time waits for no man. No man. No man or woman. And so um, I'm just trying to figure out, like, I might be boring, Brother Jay. <laughs> might be boring man <laughs> i might be I, I might be content with just like being in the bed by 8 30 you know trying to eat dinner before six <laughs> like keeping my black ass in the house and away from people because mm. you know the fact that you know according to uh President Biden, the pandemic is over, so you know everything's normal now. We're not taking nothing that 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 human being is saying. Man, I look around, and life is just strange right now, man. Life is very, very strange. In what ways? Well, first of all, it seems like. People really weren't paying attention before. Like, people really not paying attention now. Mm. Like, you go through, you know, you in downtown D.C. or on a metro or just driving your car at some destination around the Beltway. People legit are not paying attention to their surroundings yeah. or what's going on in, like, real time. Bro, that's a pet peeve of mine. Because whatever's on their phone or device or social media is like that captivating and capturing their attention that they really fail to kind of be in the moment. And it's scary to me because a lot of the stuff I see, I see licks, man. It's like, yo, they ain't paying attention. Yeah, you, you, you an easy victim for a stick up. Real quick. Because you ain't paying, you like you ain't paying attention, or like you know, you you so busy on your phone, you walk off the damn platform onto the tracks. You know what I mean? Or you're you're so busy on your damn phone, you you're so busy on your damn phone, you miss your egg, you miss your stop. Yeah, yeah. Because 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 black Twitter was was black twittering, bro. And most of the stuff, right? I, I, I to my my close friends and to my loved ones like I always talk about staying present in the moment right and a lot of the stuff that people are allowing themselves to be distracted from is shit that they can look at at a later date and time mm-hmm. like your timeline it isn't going anywhere because you're going to aimlessly scroll once you get in bed for two hours anyway because like, you can't sleep 
Because you're scrolling. Because you are now addicted to yeah. scrolling, right? And so I, I, it, bro, like, that's why I typically go places by myself, mm-hmm. especially if I'm already in a level, like my patience is is tapped out or something has frustrated or annoyed me earlier in the day. I will go somewhere by myself because like shit like that would just irritate me. Like walking across the parking lot, you don't see your car in reverse. And then like now the world has to stop because you almost got hit when really you, you were at fault. Yeah. Like car didn't see me. You didn't see the reverse lights. Like TikTok was popping, man. Yeah. All because you wanted (laughs) to look up something like, yeah, man, I just, I literally, I have to go places by myself um, mm. because people are having a hard time to just, just be fucking present, bro. Like, I just, I, I tell my, my clients that, I tell my girlfriend this, I tell my family members, siblings, nieces, nephews, cousins, close, close friends, like, yo, just be present. There's too much happening around you that can start to happen to you yeah if you're not present like beyond the sex trafficking thing beyond kidnapping and abduction like harm can really come your way because you're not paying attention right and i don't know if it's oblivion i don't know if it's just people being aloof i naivete i don't know what it is bro but like People wear me out, bro. <laughs> well, I think I think part of it comes down to um, the need to be distracted. That's what that's what COVID really caused. It caused people to hold up a mirror because they didn't have a choice because the world had to sit the hell mm-hmm. down. Yeah, we need another timeout. We don't need another you know pandemic. We need another. Yeah, timeout. yeah. We, but but it but it caused people to just like sit in whatever they were dealing with. And you will find that some people could deal, some people couldn't. Or some couples could survive, some couples couldn't. Yeah. Because you 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 had distractions before to kind of uh keep your mind off of the thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But now you gotta address the thing because you ain't going nowhere. Yeah. And I think it's interesting because um you see it in real time, just like being present in the day and watching people. Um, but I'll be honest with you, man. Like part of me too, I, I get the I get the piece about being present, but sometimes I want to be able to cut it off and cut the feeling off. Like as an empath and just being present and kind of being in the moment. I, I want to cut it off, man. I was telling a friend the other day and um, I said, yo, I want to stop feeling because it's when I'm feeling I get in the most trouble because I sit in my thoughts mm. and my therapist tells me she says like yo you you need to move either work out or go for a walk or get out of the space because if you just sit and think of it you just you'll stay in it yep. so you need to you need to do something to kind of change your environment and recognize it and it's easier said than done but I think it's that concept of feeling that's just like pissing me off a little bit because I don't think other, I, I I don't know if other people are feeling or if they're in tune to like what's going on around and it causes you to feel a certain kind of way because they're distracted. Yeah. I almost want to, I almost want to be uh, what they say in the matrix. Ignorance is bliss. I, I, I almost want to be in oblivion. 
or oblivious. Oh, as Mike Tyson says, Bolivia. You know what I'm saying? So I want to be there. I want to be there sometime because like thinking all the time, man, it causes too much. But so that so that's that's what, what really what what's been going on with me, man. You know, trying to manage my own expectations because mm. I'm noticing that like a lot of people on, on in these streets got unrealistic ass res- expectations, and that joint is annoying. I, to that, and I'm glad you brought that up. Where do you think these expectations come from, other than the land of make believe? Uh, it's the land of make-believe in the land where hurt people hurt people, man, because I think like the expectations are so wild. Let, let's, let's just use this as an example, you know, in the dating game, right? You know, um, I feel that women have like this check, this, this application, mm-hmm. and these check boxes on this application that men have to meet before they even like say, all right, this might be a person I want to date or a person I want to go out with or whatever. I feel like, you know, it might be height. It might be build. It might be income. It might be complexion. It might be a number of things, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll be frank, man, and this might be, you know, kind of dumbing stuff down a little bit. I don't think men think like that, right? Because I've never once thought about it like, yo, I, 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 she she got to make x amount of money for me to talk to her mm. right so even bill you know uh plus size small skinny i just don't think men think that way i think men see because we're visual beings and we see with our eyes and we thinking about like okay well you know what do i need to do to get to know this person a little better because i'm i'm visually attracted to them fair fair right I don't think it's, I don't think we saying, well, yo, I wonder if she worked for, uh, who's Allen Hamilton or <laughs> if she a contractor or <laughs> if she, you know, if she, if she got a, if she got a pension, a pension plan, <laughs> like, yo, I don't think men think like that. Right. But women do. And so like, even in that, that, that kind of scenario, we have like expectations of what's supposed to happen. And I just don't know if they're realistic or not, because like I got into a, a, a deep conversation at a bar a few weeks ago and I was like, yo, we ain't thinking about where you where you work or how much money you make. We thinking about like, yo, if you got a job, like if you got a job, good, because that means that they ain't, that's somebody I ain't got to worry about because they making their own money. Like, that's how we think. You know what I'm saying? We ain't thinking about like, oh. Well, you need to be in a certain kind of industry and in a certain kind of profession and making a certain kind of income for me to even give you a time of day. Call it primitive, if you will, or, you know, whatever all the all the terms and analogies are going on out there. But, bro, I don't think that way. I think so. To your point. Um, and I think this comes from. some type of sense of fulfillment going back to your check boxes. Mm. I remember having a conversation with one of my clients and she planned out her entire wedding. Sounds normal, right? But she was single. So oh, she, she hadn't had a partner. Completely single. Okay. Like okay. single, single ain't had no situationships, no relationships in about 10, 12 years. So I said, 
it's interesting that you have already said this is how your wedding day has to go. I said, and what if you meet someone that doesn't necessarily agree with how you want your wedding to go? Because, well, we just won't get married. I said, so what I'm hearing you say is you're willing to sacrifice the marriage for the sake of a checklist wedding. Like the colors have to be this. What if he doesn't like those colors? Well, you know, guys really don't care about this stuff that much anyway and blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's a surface response. But what if he does? What if he says, hey, you know, I like these colors. What do you think? And you'd be like, ah, we're going to do this and we're going to get married here. We're like, you have all of these things in your head and you marry yourself to the idea that it has to happen this way. And this goes back to what we talked about off off um, off camera. We talked about the need to control everything. Yes. And I think that stems from a place for for a lot of individuals, right? when they feel like they haven't been able to be in control of a lot of their things in their lives, they start to find things that they think they can control. So I can't control my job, but I can control, you know, like when I'm in my friend group, I can take over the planning for a group trip or, we're trying to get dumb in the city this weekend and I'm, I'm just going to assume planning and going to force everyone to do what I want to do. And it's, it's interesting because going back to the, the concept of expectations, we create these false expectations and then we get mad when others don't rise to meet them in a way in which we have in our head that they should. Mm-hmm. Right. Like going back to you, you, your example of if a man finds something visually appeasing, he's probably going to approach her. I don't know what type of car she drives, what type of house she has, condo, where she lives, what type of job. I don't know any of that. What I, I know might not is, even know the name of the shoes she wearing for real and <laughs> probably don't care. What I know is that something is pleasing to my eye. I'm going to go and see if the content matches the rapper. That's it, right? I'm in a spot. We're meeting people. That's what we're going to do. That's how we have conversation. Now, what I will, what I will pause to say is I don't want to say that this is necessarily thing that like, that it's just a romanticized uh, notion. Typically you only respond to things that you are attracted to. Not necessarily in a sexual manner, but like someone gives off good vibes at a party, you're attracted to good vibes, you jail. Someone is t- laughing at some of the same things that you're seeing. Now you have there's some type of attraction there. Boom, right? I think the danger is when we get so rigid in our thinking with these expectations that we're, that we miss out on so many other opportunities because it doesn't look like what we think it's supposed to. That's fair. And and you see it happen often, right? I mean, hell, we we know some of the same people and we've we've listened to conversations and it's like oh yeah, he got to be this, he got to be that and blah blah blah, he got to have he got to make this much money. Okay, cool. And then you get everything that you asked for. 
and then he treats you poorly. You a script, you a script in a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he treats you poorly, yeah. and you're home alone because he's still running the streets, and he don't want you hanging out with your friends because they're probably going to expose what he's doing, and he wants you to cook dinner, and so you're going to be so busy doing all these other things, you don't have enough, you don't have the time or energy to check on him. Or you had to have her, as my grandmother used to say, you had to have her. And now you get her and you see that she's she's for Lottie Dottie and everybody. Yeah, everybody or or you know the family, the family uh might not see eye to eye with you. <laughs> you asked for her, she here now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now now you stuck like Chuck because you got a baby on the way. Yes, sir. Right, because you had these expectations, and they met. They met most or all of them. So you was like, "All right, cool." But it's like y'all not trying to do the vibe check, and you're also not reevaluating. Um, people aren't reevaluating their expectations. Like, hmm, because they they change over time, bro. They they should. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the person I, I remember someone asked me, they was like, yo, what is your type? And I was like, I don't necessarily have a type. Back in the day, there was a pattern with <laughs> with yeah, the oh girls yeah, that I yeah. dated, right? Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. And then every now and then you would you would see the inverse of the pattern, but there were still some things there. But I'm thinking, I said, yo, at a certain age, you realize that the type is is only going to go but so far. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you spend most of your 20s because, you know, the movies and society tells you that you got to have a type and that's what you're supposed to look for. So you spend most of your 20s. Hell, some people are spending most of their 30s. Mm. Some people are in their 40s. Right. In their 40s, man. Chasing this type. Yeah. Right. Chasing this type. This this thing that they said it has to have. Right. It's a cookie cutter. So it has to fit into this mold. And if it doesn't fit, I don't want it. And then they yep. oftentimes wonder why things aren't working out for them. And it's like, why don't you dial it back and let's think about these expectations that you have. And a lot of them are superficial, bro. And really, yeah, like you said, what, what's what's triggering those expectations? Yeah. What's the catalyst behind those expectations? You know, um, you, you know, it's a petty example, but it's an, an example nonetheless. You know, I, I, I'm not this way now. Um, but you know, I, you know, I had a sneaker fetish, love sneakers, man, matter the cost. And I think the catalyst behind it was that, you know, you know, I was shopping at A&M for kicks back in the day versus, you know, the fresh joints out of the foot locker. I had to get the, you know, three, three for (laughs) three for 70 (laughs) or two for 60 deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah bargain by and so it was like yo i always said you know when i had the means to get whatever sneakers i wanted i would get them not necessarily the 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 right train of thought because you know you you might over index and over extend yourself with that type of behavior because you're trying to make up for something that maybe you lacked yeah so that's so you have those expectations but you know that they're they're slightly unrealistic because like you know, it's like sneakers. I don't know about you, man, but sneakers is like a dope habit, man. It's just, <laughs> like, yeah, yo, you you could you, you could seen my closet, have you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's, it's you know, you start twitching. Yeah. Or you got an outfit or something. You was like, damn, man, X, Y, and Z joints would go good with this. Yeah, I got a problem. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's difficult, but now I understand like, you know, once you, once you've been on the dark side of that kind of behavior, you kind of understand, all right, well, you know, you can have a couple of fresh joints or a couple of key pieces in your closet. You might not need everything. Yeah. Right. Because you're not going to wear a sneaker. Well, you know, in my case, you know, I don't have the, the luxury of wearing sneakers the majority of the time when I'm out. Right. So I don't know, man, but I think that those expectations are developed because of letdowns. Disappointments. Like you said, in disappointments. <laughs> but you do know that disappointments come from having expectations to begin with. Ah, that's the conundrum, Brother Jay. Right? Like, I can't be disappointed if I don't have expectations. Yeah. Right? And and the simple example, you go to, I don't know, you, you go to a certain city and you go to a restaurant and you order something and the taste is amazing. So then... You take that with you and then you go back home or you go to another city and you try it and you get disappointed because your expectations don't match the result. Because it's like, yo, that's why that's why we don't eat everybody food, man. For real. Because like, like, we, have yeah. it, we have expectations. Mac and yep. cheese, for example, right? Like, it tastes a certain way. Like I'm not I'm not fitting to eat because nah, if it don't taste like what it's supposed to in my head or better than what I've experienced it's going to ruin my whole entire dining experience. And speaking of mac and cheese, Brother Jay, I don't want to interrupt your thought, man, but I just want to thank you because you invited me to a function, man, and you whipped up some mac and cheese with the barbecue baked in it, man. I'm just saying, man. It's been a rough year for me, Brother Jay, but that was literally a taste of heaven. Appreciate it, brother. Oh, my goodness. For our listeners, man, I'm just saying, I don't know the formal name of it, but it was barbecue and mac and cheese, all like in a casserole kind of thing. And it was delicious. Mm, mm, mm. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. I, I had to get that one out there. Sorry. Fair. Sorry. But no, going back to like having these expectations, which typically lead to disappointments. Um. And I told a friend, um, she said, why do I keep, you know, getting into these different situations that, you know, leave me disappointed? And I was like, well, you're going in with, like, high expectations. Why not just go in with the expectation of being present and assessing what it is to be what it is? And then determining once you're, like, Soon as you get into a conversation with someone and they say something you don't like, it's just like, oh, this ain't gonna work. Oh, he will never, or all oh, she could never, right? And it's like, yo, engage in the conversation. Maybe you ask the question. Yeah, bro, way. but but that's the thing though. Like that sounds good, but people don't want to be uncomfortable. Like you gotta go in, like if you go in and 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 you 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 know your your main priority is to be present in the experience then that also means you got to be present when something might not go your way or something might cause you to throw up a side eye or a, a you know a difficult or uncomfortable conversation pops up in the joint like you got to you got to like push through that and experience it and feel it just opposed to saying you know what I, it's easier to run away or it's easier to just say I won't participate or be involved in it like that's that I got I'm I'm working on that my damn self right now bro I hear you. 
It's I, tough. I, I hear you, but you also like this is the part where you give up control. Yeah. Yeah, right? and that's a, you, and I, I like to be in control. When we're having a conversation, yeah. I can't control what you say. I can only control how I respond to what you say. Right? And you can influence what people say by guiding questions or facilitating them to a certain point. That's manipulation, though. Right? And so if I want to have a genuine experience, I need to go in. I don't want to say empty-handed or empty-minded, but I do want to go in with the expectation that I'm going to be present and I'm going to engage in this conversation with this individual. I don't know where it's going to take me. Right. So I don't want to say I need to leave this conversation with X, Y, and Z. Like I remember when I first started uh, my role that I'm in now, uh, another person in my role in another city was like, yeah, man, make sure, you know, anytime I go into a networking event, my expectation is that I leave there with at least 15 business cards. And I say, and what if those business cards yield no result? Like, you, you, you have a goal, you have an expectation, but it's not going to yield anything. My expectation is that, one, I can engage in conversation. I can clearly um, enunciate and depict what it is that I do and what I'm looking for in this space. And then, three, when I leave, that I've made some type of connection. Even if I didn't get a business card, I want them to remember who I am. I want to say, hey, let's connect and let's follow up and we actually do. That's what I want. You give me your business card doesn't equate to anything with my KPIs. Right? And I think we we try to... Key performance indicators. There you go. For, for all the people that, that might not know what a KPI is. Key performance indicator. That's, that's a, a data point when it comes to achieving goals within a certain metrics or context yeah and and i think the issue is like one we try to be in control of the situation so much so that we can't be present and that we aren't fully showing up as ourselves in the space and places that we're trying to get into because i'm so busy trying to be the executive producer the director and the screenwriter right i missed a question that probably could have changed the trajectory of our conversation because i wasn't focused on listening to understand i was listening to respond to, and wait to respond. Like once I see that they're stopped talking, then I can come in versus why don't you listen to what's being said and like actually engage in a conversation. Nah, man. Cause people too busy trying to be all in the videos, dancing. <laughs> You're looking for an executive producer that'll let you be an artist. Come to death row. <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> That's what we in, man. Everybody want everybody want the shiny suit. Yep. That's in true. In the role. That's you true. want everybody to see it. That's the problem, man. That is true. You know? Yeah, but I, I mean, and I ain't, I get it, man. I get it. Life life is tough. Life is challenging as is, man. You know, you you want folks to dream and and be free and grow and experience and create but man, I just ain't like I, I I ain't liking what I'm seeing. Sorry, all my English teachers. <laughs> I ain't liking what I'm seeing. And that, I mean, sometimes you got to be uh, grammatically incorrect in uh, these streets. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sad, bro. But but it's not just like in terms of relationships. It's also in terms of jobs. It's also yeah. in terms of um, partnerships. It's also in terms of Going, hell, going to the grocery store and expecting to find um, 
something you saw on TV in your local Walmart or Target. It's expecting that everything is going to be available like Amazon Prime and then you pitching a fit because shipping, it, it doesn't always work like that with different companies, especially small businesses, right? And so mm-hmm. it's these unrealistic expectations are running over and they are ruining people's lives. Your sheen or, or Fashion Nova outfit all stretched out <laughs> when you get it. <laughs> it don't look nothing like that mannequin or that model <laughs> on the website. <laughs> because you had high expectations <laughs> and you only paid twelve ninety nine with shipping included. Came in a cool little plastic bag, though, with a zipper on it. Yeah. <laughs> it was stretched out. Yeah. Probably already worn three times. But we had high expectations because I paid twelve ninety nine for this, and so, in in my typical response is, I think you got your twelve ninety nines one. Oh yeah, and like given the fact that you know a typical item of clothing costs more than that, right? Being able to level set our expectations, I think that is something that's going to help take the sting off of disappointment and help people, you know, pivot out of their their pit that they are in that they that they are putting themselves in with these unrealistic expectations yeah man it's an it's important but it's been bothering me it's been bothering me um but you know i've been i just i'm trying to stay out the way brother jay and mind my business man but i but i I can't help to uh, observe and like i said man i ain't liking what i'm seeing yeah. On that note, man, it was good chopping it up with you, man. On a, another edition, man, we back in, in season five, brother Jay. Yes, sir. Uh, we gonna we, we we gonna hit them streets too this fall, man. Be on we the hit, lookout. Be on the lookout, man. We gonna we gonna be out there in live and in living color, man. Follow us on all our social media platforms at G R G R L J K E V and. Uh, like us and follow us on all of your favorite subscription services where you get all of your uh, audio entertainment from Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all of it. We love y'all, man. We thank you. On that note, you just witnessed another edition of the Game Recognized Game Podcast with RLJ and Kev. I'm KEV, that's RLJ, and we are the gentlemen advancing the melanin evolution, where evolution is revolution. Until next time, be light. Be light. Until next time, follow us on all social media platforms at, at GRG, RLJ, KEV, and be light.